what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Episode 6, Volume 2 of the Fantasy Formula, brought to you by TheMesh.TV. Today we are broadcasting live from our top-secret underground location, located smack dab in the heart of Hickory, North Carolina. Some people like to call our studio the Fantasy Lab. And why, Addison? Because we are constantly concocting all the right tonics and solutions to help our listeners with all of their fantasy dilemmas. Others seem to call our studio the Bat Cave. Why, Addison? Because me, Batman, and you, Robin, team up to combat whatever is ailing your fantasy team. But whatever you want to call it, Jack, it's simply the place where all of your fantasy football dreams come true. It's the home of the fantasy formula, Addison. Yes, Chad. The Chad, that was fantastic, man. I am, Thanks, I am thoroughly impressed. Thanks, man. I thought you would get excited. And so, with that being said, let's introduce our starting lineup for today's fantasy formula. Sound engineer extraordinaire, Jay Dynamite Johnson. Dynamite! Next up. Very good. Next up, the fastest fingers in podcast today. He's Chris. Magic hands fry. And now to my right, he's Batman. He's Robin to my Batman. He's Scotty Pippen to my MJ. <laughs> He's Tito Jackson to my Michael. He's Addison Hooday Fox. How, how, how we doing? How we doing? No, Clyde, yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Appreciate now it. introducing the five fantasy ring phenom, the Superman of sports podcasting, the guy who makes Las Vegas sports books quake in their boots. He's Chad, the hitman. He. Yeah, all right. Ad Rock, week two. <laughs> week two is behind us. Some amazing, amazing things happening. Absolutely week phenomenal week, though. I mean, there was, God, it was, I was so excited about this week watching football. I mean, there was big plays after big plays after big plays. I got to, uh, fortunately, uh, my wife went, took one of her girlfriends to a movie and went shopping, so they left. That's, at what, she, that's what she told you. She told me, but I, told you know, you. I trust her. She's a very good gal. Yeah, she she left at 1230. They got back from the movie and shopping at like 6, so I got to watch almost the whole day of football with my two little girls on the couch. We had a ball. How about you? What would you do week two? Uh, I went over and just beat around, uh, beat up on my one of my friend's wife and kids, uh, ate all the food as usual, and uh, just lounged around. Uh, it was fantastic. Then I got to go home and hang out with my little man. You see, it was been on a little weather a little bit, but feeling better. But I tell you what, I'd never been so adamant until I was watching the Giants game and watching Victor Cruz sprint down the sideline for yeah, 80 yards. That was incredible. Because I had Eli Manning with all 502 yards. I was jumping up and down. I actually, my 245-pound ass was doing backflips. And uh, it was a sight to well, see. A sight to be seen for sight sure. Sight to be seen. Ad Rock, and before we roll into the Fantasy 45, the fastest 45 seconds in fantasy football, you're probably asking, hey, Chad. Oh, Chad, I meant to ask you. I really meant to ask you. I was really intrigued by that uh, first off comments on the uh, – you broke out your thesaurus, thesaurus, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Well, that was a very great opening. I appreciate that. Thank you. You worked on that for a while, I think. I just got to spew stuff out. like this. It's talent. This is talent. That's, is talent. That's all that is. Complete talent. But I, we came into the show today with Bill Withers, one of my favorite songs of all time, Lovely Day. The reason it's a lovely day here in the, um, the underground studio in the lovely Hickory, North Carolina, is because your host – Chad the Hitman East and Addison Hooday Fox both won their fantasy football games this past week. I went two and one. Addison got his first win of the year. There was a storm. Congratulations to both of us. There was a storm of brewing, Chad. Mm. A storm. Ooh, scary. And we went. I mean, we 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 tore him up. We tore him up. We did, buddy. So that puts me at top of the. Uh, 
basically two leagues at two and zero, one league at one and one, and Addison sitting in the middle at one and one. One and one. That's correct. With a very favorable matchup this week, I'm looking to climb my way up to the standings this week. Well, Ad Rock, let's keep it going and let's bump right into Week Three Fantasy Forty Five, fastest forty five seconds in fantasy football. Addison, we're going to start in Carolina Land, where we called it here. The upset of the day, the Panthers up in the New Orleans Saints, who are reeling, but we'll get to them in a minute. Mad knowledge. Mad knowledge. Mad knowledge. I think we might have been the only podcast cats in the world. We we called it. I mean, I called it, and then you jumped on my back like you usually do and agreed with me. Whatever. Whatever you say there, at Rock. But let's go right into the game. Thursday night special in Charlotte, North Carolina. It's going to be bumping down there in Pantherland. The Carolina Panthers host the Giants last week for the Panthers. Huge games uh, offensively. Cam, 14 for 20, 253 in a touch. He also had 13 carries for 71 yards in a touchdown. Basically, or from the stats that I read at us, and they said that was Newton's biggest or most yardage ever on the ground, 71 yards. I think he'll probably continue it this week against the Giants. Through the air, Steve Smith, three for a buck oh four. Great, great performance. They will be hosting, as we mentioned here, the Giants, the Super Bowl champion Giants come to town. Last week, Giants uh, survived a scare against the Buccaneers. Eli Manning, the he did it all last weekend, Addison. I was a little worried at the beginning of the game. He only had maybe 100 yards and a touchdown. In the third, end of the third and the fourth quarter, he, I think he put 300 yards up basically in the fourth quarter. He was unbelievable. Three, 31 for 51, 510 and three touchdowns on the ground. Andre Brown, not Ahmad Bradshaw. We'll get to that in a minute. But our, uh, Aaron, uh, Andre Brown, 13 for 71 and a touchdown. And Hakeem Nix, 10 for a buck 99 and a touch. And Victor Cruz had a buck 70 and a touch. Unreal game, Addison. What you like, Carolina and the New York Giants? You know what? I don't think Carolina's got anything for the Giants right now. And the, the receiving core the Giants got, you got uh, Victor Cruz, Hakeem Nix. Then you got my boy, Martellus Bennett. Now, Chad, you called first uh, in the first week, I think the second or third week of preseason. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Uh, too many targets for him. Uh, but even Andre Brown coming in off the bench, um, 77 yards and a touch with uh, Monty Bradshaw getting hurt. Um, I, I like the look. I'm, I'm, like, I'm up on the Panthers. I got Steve Smith and Jay Stu. But I'm telling you, man, I just don't think they got anything for the Giants right now. It'll be a big, big game in Pantherland. I feel like the excitement level will boost Carolina's morale. Uh, right now, Vegas got the number set. Opened at two and a half for the Giants. It's been bet down all the way to one. I really like the Carolina Panthers in this spot. Over under 51 and a half. Let's take the Panthers and over the total. Thursday night football in Charlotte. Next up, Ad Rock, let's travel to Chicago where the Chicago Bears host the St. Louis Rams. Last, last weekend on a Thursday night game, the Bears laid a big, big egg. Cutler, 11-27 for 126. He pushes his offensive linemen. Doo-doo I don't know Brown. what's going on over there in Chicago, but they got to get it together quick. Uh, on the ground, Forte, 4 for 49, but then he gets, gets, goes out of the game with an ankle sprain, Addison, I read today or heard today that they don't know if it's a high ankle sprain. Actually, they're just listing them as questionable. We'll talk about that here in our breaking news shortly. But um, anyway, not much going uh, offensively for the Bears in this game. They will be playing host to the St. Louis Rams. St. Louis Rams, wow. What a great upset of the Redskins on Sunday. Bradford, 26 for 35 for 310 and three touchdowns. Guarantee he's on your waiver wire. If you are in need of a uh, quarterback, this guy might be someone you pick up. Um, on the ground, new cap. We want to talk about waiver wire wonders. Richardson, fifteen for eighty-three, solid performance from him. And Danny Amendola, we loved him. Fifteen receptions for one sixty and a touchdown. Ad Rock, Chicago, St. Louis. Dude, I'm gonna, I'm gonna call St. Louis in this game. You know what? The one thing we talk about is Eli Manning. How he had he's threw it four hundred some yards or five hundred five or two yards. Had two in a week before, but Sam Bradford. Uh, you know, he's got four touchdowns already, 508 yards. He's looking pretty good. And uh, Danny Amendola, Brandon Gibson, both looking good. Um, I, you know what? And this Darryl this Jackson came in out of nowhere, uh, put up some yards. Uh, and Chicago's a little reeling. I'm going to take St. Louis in this game. All right, Ed Rock. Vegas got it set. Opened at 10. Chicago Bears were 10-point favorite. It's already been, been bet down to seven. I think people are waiting to see what's going to happen with Forte there. Um Total, 45. This is what I like here. Chicago, two rebound. This isn't a very strong pick by any means because I can see St. Louis standing in this game. Take the over because I think, you know, Brandon Marshall, I I love the connection between Cutler and Brandon Marshall. And, you know, they're going to put up some points. Yeah. They're going to put some points. And I think St. Louis will too. 
I, I'm going over. Yeah, I like the total. Bradford on a roll. Cutler going to try to redeem himself after last week's performance. Let's go over the total. 45 in Chicago. Next up, Ad-Rock. Dallas hosts Tampa Bay. Last week for the Cowboys, after their great, great start against the Giants, they go to Seattle. Again, another team that lays an offensive egg. Tony Romo, 23 for 40 for 251 and a touchdown. Modest numbers, but they score seven points the whole game. DeMarco Murray on the ground, 12 for 44. Miles Austin caught the only touchdown for the Cowboys. They will be playing host to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Last week, Tampa Bay played the Giants in that uh, that high offensive scoring fest. Josh Freeman, 243 and two touchdowns. The rookie, Doug uh, Martin, on the ground, 20 for 66 and a touchdown. And Vincent Jackson finally comes out. You probably draft him in the fourth or fifth round. You get fourth or fifth round value here with Vincent Jackson, five for 128 and a touchdown. Tampa Bay against Dallas. Can Dallas redeem themselves at home? No, I don't think so. I think there's trouble in, uh, in D-Town. Um, Josh Freeman actually looked pretty good. I tell you what, Mike Wallace looked like like he should have been looked last year. I like Mike Wallace. Two touchdowns. Who's uh, Mike Wallace? Oh, I'm sorry, Mike Williams. I'm looking for my, my bad. <laughs> my mistake, Mike Williams. All right, guys, my mark mistake. that one down. First mistake of the afternoon. Look here. Look here. Continue, sir. Okay. Mike, I like Mike Williams. Doug Martin's looking very, very well. Uh, Josh Freeman is looking a little more. He looks comfortable in the pocket. That offensive line is giving him a little protection. I'm liking uh, Tampa Bay in this game. Cool. Get to go against you again, Ad-Rock. Let's keep it going. Dallas, first game in Big D. The, their first two games were on the road. They get to play at home. The crowd will be hype. Tampa Bay coming off where they should have got the win against New York. I think it's a letdown spot for them. Dallas, minus the seven right now. Vegas got the number. I'm all over Dallas, minus the seven. And let's go over the total 46. I think Dallas gets it done in D-Town. Next up, Ad-Rock, we're traveling to Minnesota. The Minnesota Vikings host the San Francisco 49ers, who to me look like the best team in football right now. I easily, think. easily. I mean, the last time, I mean, they looked absolutely stubborn. Their defense, hell, their offense. I mean, they're in every aspect of the game against uh, against Green Bay, and then before against uh, Detroit last Detroit, weekend. Yeah, I mean they they dominated Detroit. I mean they shut Detroit down. You know what's so crazy? You know we're supposed to think of San Fran as a defensive team. Well, Alex Smith is actually starting to throw the ball a little bit. He threw 30, 31 times against Detroit. This did you know? This is unbelievable. This is the first year since Alex Smith, Alex Smith's been drafted. Mm-hmm. I heard this on TV the other night. That this is the same offensive coordinator. He's been in the league what seven years. Something like the that. first five years, he's had a different off- offense corner every year. This is the first year back to back. They said, "Look, you can see the difference. He's comfortable in the pocket. Um, he looked good. Vernon Davis, mm. God, he looked good. Boy. Offensively, San Francisco is a new team. But Smith, defensively, no, well, defensively. Justin Smith has got that defense rolling right now. They were good last year, and they just continue to be, excel on the defensive end. But now their offense has got confidence. They got Vernon Davis. They got Frank Gore. 89 and a touchdown. You got uh, Mario Manningham. I mean, they're loaded on offense. They're, they look really, really good. They will be playing on the road against the Minnesota Vikings last weekend. The Minnesota Vikings, let me find the Minnesota Vikings here. They lost the game to the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, Christian Ponder, not bad. 27 for 35, 245, and two touchdowns. He was looking for Percy Harvin a lot. Percy Harvin had 16 targets, 12 receptions, a buck 04. AP on the ground, 16 for 60. Not too much to write home about. Can the Vikings get the job done against San Fran? Absolutely not. Uh, San Francisco is, is, is hitting on every cylinders. Alex Smith, like we talked about before, is hitting all his targets. Uh, Crabtree, Vernon Davis. You've got Randy Moss out there. Uh, Kendall Hunter's Kendall Hunter's coming in off the bench, giving Frank Gore some relief. Uh, he he's running the ball well. They got total packs right now. They got Alex Smith production. Uh, there's no way the Minnesota's even coming close on this one. I agree with you, Ad Rock. Number set right now minus seven in Las Vegas. I love San Francisco to get it done against Minnesota. The over under is 44. I don't think. The Vikings could maybe even score on this D. No, I, I mean, I really maybe don't. 24 to 10, 24 to 7. Let's go San Fran and under the total in Minnesota on Sunday. All right, Ad-Rock, here we go. We're going to the Tennessee Titans who are reeling 0-2. Chris Johnson can't do anything on the ground. Jake Locker can't throw it to anybody. Last week, the Titans played uh, the Chargers, got walloped 38 to 10. Like I said, Locker, 174, one touchdown. He was their leading carrier as well with 21 yards. Chris Johnson held to nothing virtually. Um, And through the air, 
their leading receiver was a tight end who caught one ball for 46 yards. Jared There's Cook. trouble in Tennessee, Addison. There's trouble in Tennessee. They've got to go to pl- – actually, they're staying at home and playing the Detroit, Detroit Lions. This is going to be a tough matchup for those Titans. Last week for the Lions, Stafford, 230 and a touchdown. Stafford didn't really look good against that 49er defense. Uh, on the ground, Kevin Smith, 16 for 53, and Calvin, 8 for 94, but no touchdowns for Megatron. Addison, here we go. Detroit, Tennessee. Uh, it doesn't get any, any easier for uh, uh, Tennessee right now. They have to go to Detroit. That Detroit defensive line looks pretty good. Um, I think Chris Johnson is going to be st- uh, stymied again. I don't uh, – no, nah, um, Detroit's going to pummel, plain and simple. Yep, if uh, Detroit had a tough time last week with San Fran, this is going to be looking like they're playing the peewee team compared to what San Fran yeah, gave them exactly. last week. Matt Stafford is going to be licking his chops. Right now Vegas got it uh, set. It opened as a pick, Addison. It was a pick. It's been, really? It's been bet up all the way to Detroit what minus Vegas three. Not? Vegas doesn't get anything right. They don't <laughs> Pretty know smart anything. dudes over there in the desert. Uh, over-unders at 47. I love Detroit in this game, too. Tennessee got nothing for them. Also, like, over the total. Matt Stafford, start them. Start every Detroit line. If you got them, they'll have a field day against this Tennessee Titans defense. Next up, my friend, we'll go travel to D.C., the capital of our country, the politician's uh, homestead. Give me some other analogies of uh, Washington, D.C., Addison. Actually, I'm not paying attention. I'm, I'm, I'm busy looking at you, you never do. Addison, those Washington Redskins will play host to your Cincinnati Bears. Who day, baby? Who day? Last week, Cincinnati gets off the schneid and gets their first win against the Browns, 34-27. Andy Dalton looked great. 318 and three touchdowns. And our boy Hawkins. The boys got some jets, man. Got some wheels. We called it here. Um, And, you know, on the ground, Ben Jarvis, they're giving him the ball 21 carries, 75 yards. He's just pounding, pounding it out. I was really impressed by their offense. They are playing on the road against the Washington Redskins, who lost that heartbreaker against St. Louis. We talked about that earlier. RG3, wow, he's awesome. 20 for 29, 206, and a touchdown through the air. I think he got two touchdowns on the ground as yep. well, Addison. That's yep. a three-touchdown D or day. That's fantasy gold. Um, on the ground, Alfred Morris, 16 carries for 89 yards. Again, very respectable. And Hankerson, a guy – a lot of people drafted this dude late yep. as a sleeper. He was a good value pickup in late rounds. Two for 68 and a touchdown, not bad. Okay, can Cincinnati keep the win streak alive against the Washington Oh, most definitely. They're going to take this rookie to school. I like uh... – Look, Cincinnati's defense, look, the DBs are fast, so I, mean, I think they're going to shut down. RGD's going to make RGT run the ball. Uh, but Cincinnati's going to be quick on the They're going to shut that down. Uh, I will say, Alfred Morris, I guess, coming off the bench, he has looked pretty good as running back for D.C. Um, you know, there are going to be some points scored in this game. Uh, the defense, just like Cleveland, Cincinnati, there are going to be some points scored. So look at your lineups and see what you got. But I like Cincinnati in this game. I love Cincinnati in this game, too. It was just reported earlier today that two of uh, Washington Redskins' defensive starters, Arakpo and Carricker, both on the defensive line, are out for the season. That means Washington's going to have a hard time getting to the quarterback. Yep. I think Andy Dalton has a field day against Washington secondary. And in order for Washington to stay in the game, they're going to have to put some points up, too. So, I love this. Let's call this my best bet of the weekend, is this, the, is this the lock? This is the lock and load of the weekend. Let's go over the total in D.C. It's 46 right now. Let's go over the total in D.C. It's going to be a fireworks show. Cincinnati gets it done, too. Nice. Minus the six. Let's go. Next up, we're going to travel to Miami. The land of South Beach, where the Miami Dolphins host the New York Jets. The Dolphins shock the world and destroy the Raiders on Sunday, Addison. Ryan Tannehill. Okay, remember I had my Tannehill jersey on last week? Yeah, you did. 18 for 30, 200 and a touchdown. Not bad, not bad. Nothing, you know, to to write home about, but solid. On the ground, this is where we need to focus our attention today. Reggie Bush. 26 for a buck, 72 Bush. and two touchdowns. And receiving Brian Hartline, where has this dude been? Nine for 111. Look, every once in a while, you, you always see in the looking box scores, Miami. I mean, every two, three games, you see Hartline. He'll be the re- he just pops up, dude. He's got, you know, he reminds me of uh, Walker in, uh, in Houston. Walker. Kevin Walter? Kevin Walter, sorry. Yeah, not Walter. Yeah. Walter. Kevin Walter, my bad. Um, he, that's yeah. what he reminds me of. You know, he's, not the lead, he's not the number one. Mm-hmm. Supposedly, mm-hmm. but he comes through and has number one numbers. He's looking like he might be Tannehill's dude to throw to because I mean Tannehill targeted him fourteen times and he caught nine or eleven balls. So anyway, you guys, hey, keep him, keep Heartline open on your waiver wire. Keep his name out there because he's probably available. Anyway, 
Addison, they play host to the Jets. The Jets lose to the Steelers 27-10. Mark Sanchez, 10 for 27, a buck 38 and one touchdown. Nothing offensively for the Jets. I think Santonio Holmes caught one touchdown, and that was it. Uh, Sean Green goes out of the game with an injury. Addison, the Jets travel to Miami. Can they break the Dolphins' one-game winning streak? No, I think that there's, a little, there's a little light at the end of the tunnel for the New York Jets right now. They've come together a little bit, but – I mean, Miami's had the game, but come on. I mean, I think that it's one game. It's Miami. They have, they have a rookie quarterback. That I, just, I don't see it. The Jets are actually looking a little more like a team. They got some offense scores underneath their belts. Defense is not looking too shabby. A little shabby, but not too bad against Miami. I like the Jets in this game. Jets open as a three-point favorite in Las Vegas. The total is 40 points. I don't really know who to call in this game. If I would lean, I'd lean toward the Jets. But I do favor the under in this game. I don't think there's going to be many fantasy points at all. Miami defense, run defense, they play very hard-nosed. I think they'll keep it close to the vest. Not too many points, fantasy or real points. Let's go. Jets in a lean, but under the total 40. Next up, we travel to New Orleans, the home of the Saints. They will that's play your host. Worst, that's your worst sound effect. New Orleans. I what? love the New Orleans. I'm trying to do my Cajun uh, it's, it's a, accent. There. You're not you're – not, you're hitting it. Try, you try New Orleans. No, I'm not. I, I, I exactly, know my Exactly, because you can't do it, Addison. New Orleans with the Saints host, the Kansas City Chiefs. The New Orleans Saints coming off that loss to the Panthers last week. Drew Brees puts up great fantasy numbers, 325 and a touchdown, but he comes away with a loss – uh, Darren Sproles, wow, phenomenal. Right after we say Darren Sproles, he doesn't deserve to be drafted high, he goes 13 receptions for a buck 28. And on the ground, Pierre Thomas, nine carries for a buck 10. I went against Derek both Green. those. One, uh, the guy I played this weekend had both those players. Both of them put up 20 points apiece. Wow. Yeah, it was pretty Somebody impressive. Somebody started Pierre Thomas, really? Yeah. Wow. And he put up 20-some points. Yeah, he had a great, great game. I just wouldn't know if I, I wouldn't think that he'd be a star. No, because he's, I mean, you got Mark Ingram. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you got you some other ones. Yeah, so. Um, they are going to be playing host to the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs get shell-shocked again. I'm trying to see who they got beat by. It was the lowly Bills, 35-17. Uh, Matt Castle, 301 and two touchdowns. Most of those touchdowns and that yardage was in garbage time. They were down like 35-3 to into the fourth quarter. It was an ugly, ugly game. Peyton Hillis, 11 for 66. Dwayne Bowe, eight receptions for a buck, oh, two, and two touchdowns. Jamal Charles, a lot of you guys drafted him in the first round or the second round. Gets a shot to the knee, goes out, never comes back into the game. He's questionable for next week. Might be trouble. Addison, Kansas City, New Orleans. Can New Orleans break this 0-2 streak? Yeah, I think there's some there's a glimmer of hope again for New Orleans down uh, with since they're down 0-2, which I, I never would have. If you'd have told me that, no I wouldn't, no wouldn't have thought it. Exactly. Drew Brees is still looking like the Drew Brees old. Uh, so far, a year, 664 yards, four touches. Um, Pierre Thomas and Mark Ingram tandem look good this other week. Uh, I'm shocked that Pierre Thomas put up the numbers he did, but, you know, he's he's a player. Uh, Darren Sproles and both Jimmy Graham, uh, they get targeted a lot. Both up to combine, they have over 300-some yards. 300, it looks like 318 yards total for the year so far. Uh, I like, fantasy point-wise, I'm liking uh, New Orleans this game. Vegas opens nine and a half. New Orleans nine and a half point favorite over the total is fifty three. Again, I think this is a shootout. New Orleans defense proven they can't stop anybody, and Kansas City has given up eighty points in the first two games. Wow! This will be a shootout between both teams. This was a playoff team too. Yeah, exactly. This was a playoff team last year. Wow. Yeah, it's trouble in Kansas City and New Orleans. I Come on, think, Ryan, suck up, get them together. I right do there, think man. New Come Orleans on, will boy. get it done at home. If they fall to zero and three, people are going to be jumping off buildings and stuff in New Orleans. So they got to get it done in New Orleans this They don't week. have to they have like, like three, four-story buildings down there. They're all like small. <laughs> That's very true. Yeah. Good point, good point. Kansas City also against uh, the New Orleans defense, they're going to score a lot of points. Start Every starter in Kansas City and New Orleans, it's going to be a, sh- a fireworks show in uh, New Orleans, Addison, just for you. God, that's horrible. Next up. Cleveland. We go to Cleveland, Ohio, where the uh, Browns host the Buffalo Bills. Last week, Browns put up a really good fight against the Bengals. Brandon Whedon, the rookie quarterback, 26 for 37, 322 and two touchdowns. He kind of looked like he knew what the hell was going on because the first week he definitely didn't. On the ground, Trent Richardson, you guys drafted him round one or two. You got paid off. 19 for a buck 09 and a touchdown. And Massaquah through the air, five for 90. The Cleveland Browns offense finally showing a little light. They will play host 
to the Buffalo Bills. The Bills, as we mentioned, put up 35 against the Chiefs last weekend. Fitzpatrick, only 10 for 19 for a buck 78, but he threw for two touchdowns. The offensive star of the show again, C.J. Spiller. On the ground, a buck 23 and two touchdowns. Through the air, he catches four balls. He was awesome. Stevie Johnson also contributed two for 56 and a touchdown. Buffalo, Cleveland, go. I'll tell you what, uh, Whedon. That's what I think. That's what I think of Whedon right now. He's, uh, he may look like, look like he knows what's going on, but look, Trent Richardson is the show. Uh, in Cleveland right now, the man looked good. Um, Masqua uh, is starting to get a little more looks. Hasn't reached the end zone yet, but look, Whedon's throwing to him, but uh, I just, no. It's, there's no way Cleveland's getting it done this week. Cincinnati, they put up some points against Cincinnati, but uh, some of that was all turnovers. Uh, no, Cleveland, there's no way Cleveland's pulling this one out. Yep, I'm with you. Uh, Buffalo laying three, minus three right now, according to the experts out in the desert. The over under 43. Here's what I think, Ed. All right, Cleveland has a really good defensive back. His name is, uh, oh, God, I can't remember that. Hayden, right? Joe Hayden. Right. All world. All right. shut down corner. He's out for four weeks, suspended for some type of substance abuse or whatever. Without him, just like you saw in the Cincinnati game, they're going to give up a bunch of points. Fitzpatrick's got some weapons. I think they're going to score. Fitzpatrick has already thrown five touchdowns versus the game. So, you know what? Exactly. He finds, if he every, every week, I'll tell you what, I mean, he's – we talked about this before. Fitzpatrick's right on the cusp of being the top tier. Uh, middle Man. Tier. No, no. Top, bottom of the top tier, middle tier. He's always right there, but he always puts up good numbers. Now, he has to blow up games like everybody else, yeah. but they're going to be some points scored in this game. He needs to avoid the turnovers, but I really like a lot the Buffalo Bills in this game. Fitzpatrick stays hot. C.J. Spiller's just on a roll. They're not going to stop him. Cleveland puts up a good fight. Scores about 17, but Buffalo gets about 30. Let's go over the total 47 and Buffalo Bills waiting, to get waiting it this done. for you again. Give you another one. So gross. We're trying to have a professional show with these. Okay, your, fo- your cell phone's over there ringing <laughs> while we're on air. Next up, we're going to travel to Indianapolis, where the Indianapolis Colts host the Jacksonville Jaguars. Many years ago, this game would be a really highly contested uh, football game. Jacksonville with yeah, back in the 60s. Uh, it's been a long time, Randy, but <laughs> these two teams trying to work their way back. Last week, the Colts got their first win. Congratulations, Andrew Luck and the rest of you Colts. Luck looked pretty good. 20 for 31, 224, and two touchdowns. Donald Brown on the ground, basically nothing. I started him in every league, Addison. Right. He let me down. 16 for 45. But they're giving him the rock, at least. This All right. Wide receivers for the Colts. Donnie Avery, nine for a buck 11. And Reggie Wayne goes over the century mark, too. Luck, luck. I like Luck. This dude is good. He's he's consistent. He's giving the ball to his receivers. I really like what's happening in Indy. They should be very happy to have Andrew Luck on their uh, as their starting quarterback. They play host to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Last week, the Jaguars uh, shell shocked at home, twenty-seven to seven against the Texans. Dang, this Blaine Gabbert, seven for nineteen for fifty. I think he's sitting. Yards. I think he's sitting. I think he's uh, he's hurt. I don't know. If he's playing this week. Yeah, he's banged up a little bit. They're gonna. He's gonna see if he can go. If he goes and you're talking fantasy terms at us, and he should know, he should be nowhere. There's only close one person lineup. you should be starting in Jackson. You should be starting with, and his name is Mercedes Lewis. Thank you. That's <laughs> it. That's it. Mercedes Lewis. You got to mention him at least one podcast a time. You know, one time a Every podcast. Time. Good job. Uh, MJD on the ground for Jacksonville, twelve for sixty, and Laurent Robinson three for forty nine. Absolutely nothing going on in Jacksonville offensively. Can they do anything against this Colts D? Absolutely. Well, I don't know. Absolutely not. I think the Colts. The Colts looked. Look, Donald Brown looked good. Um, Colts have got some stuff going right now. It's, it's uh, Reggie Wayne, Donnie Avery. They've got some weapons. Luck is a rookie, but man, he does not look like a rookie. Uh, Jacksville, you got a running back. I think back. Jones Drew's back, but I th- still think it's going to be turn out to be a committee run, but run back by committee. He's almost downside of his career. <sighs> Mercedes Lewis, if you start Jack Ward, that's all you start again, but Indianapolis to win this one. Colts open as a one-and-a-half-point favorite, already been bet up to minus three. I like the Colts in this contest to get it done against Jacksonville. Total at 43. This one goes way, way under the total. Go ahead and lock it in right now. Under the total, 43, and Colts minus three. All right, let's travel to Arizona where the Arizona Cardinals shock the New England Patriots last week. Arizona, when you hear these stats, you're going to be like, how in the heck did Arizona beat New England? The only thing that needs to be said about that game, the only thing, wide left, 
Yeah, wow, was that left. Dude, I mean, Shank. I mean, that's worse than my duck cook on my drive, dude. I mean, that was horrible. It was terrible. It, it wasn't even – the refs, didn't, they just kind of looked. They, didn't, they almost didn't wave no good because there's no obvious to go wave your hands no good because it was like, okay. it's It was horrible. A horrible effort, no doubt about it. Last week for the Cardinals, here's the numbers. They beat New England, who New England was supposed to be all world. Kevin Cobb, 15 for 27 for a buck 40. Beanie Wells, 14 for 44 yards. Beanie. And the leading receiver Beanie. was Todd Heap, 5 for 62. Larry Fitzgerald had four yards, and they won. How in the heck is that possible? I'm still trying to figure this one out. They are playing host to the Philadelphia Eagles. What a game in Philly last week, 24-23 over the Ravens. Mike Vick threw a couple picks, but he got three, 371 and a touchdown through the air and one on the ground. Vick's turning out to be a good fantasy weapon for you if you've got him. Shady McCoy, 25 for 81 and a touchdown. And Brent Selick, if you're looking for a tight end, if he's on the waiver wire, Vick looks to this guy. Eight receptions out, out of 12 targets, a buck 57. Tons of offense uh, for the Eagles last weekend. Addison, Philadelphia travels to Arizona. Can Arizona do it again? Yeah, I'm liking Philadelphia in this game. Michael Vick's looking good. Uh, he's already thrown three touchdowns. Almost, He's almost thrown for almost 700 yards in the first uh, two games. Wow. Uh, it's, that's pretty impressive. Uh, LaShawn McCoy looking good. Um, Buck 91 and touchdowns so far this year. I, I like – Philly's defense is the one that's worrying me. Uh, out of everything I see, but – Arizona, this is too many question marks. I think they had a great game against uh, New England, but they're not. Uh, Philadelphia's got too many weapons on this one. Yeah, I agree. Right now, the total or the, the game's opened at Philadelphia's five and a half point favorite is actually being bet down to Philadelphia minus four, which is kind of weird. I figured it would go up. Really? Yep. Um, Hold up. T- well, what was your lock earlier? That was uh, your Cincinnati Washington? Cincinnati over. Yeah, Cincinnati over. Dude, I don't know, man. That's um, Arizona uh, over under right now is at 43 and a half. What I'm thinking in this game, I think Arizona's defense is really, really good. They're underrated. They'll kind of hold Vic in check a little bit. I like under the total. I think Philadelphia will win, but I don't know if they can cover the number. It's going to be this Four. Gonna, Yeah, this going to be tight. I think it's going to be a tight one. Dude, you can um, run a Mack truck through some of the holes there. That, uh, dude, that, Arizona's defense is, I'm telling you, they're underestimated. Okay, they're undervalued. Dude, anyway, you're smoking crack, dude. Watch the game and we'll see what happens. Okay. Let's go. Arizona plus the four under the total against Philly. Next up, the next group of games are going to be awesome. I can't wait till 4 o'clock to, to watch these. The first I'm coming one. over, right? Yeah, come over about, you know, let's say about 8.30 in the evening. Okay, okay. okay 8.30 in the evening. Okay, after watch, all the watch the night game. Watch, watch the night game. <laughs> San Diego playing host to Atlanta. San Diego 2-0. Atlanta Falcons 2-0. Phillip Rivers playing great. Matt Ryan playing great. Here's what we got going on in San Diego. Last week they beat the Titans 38-10. Phillip Rivers numbers 24 for 32, 284, and three touchdowns. Uh, Jackie Battle on the ground, 14 for 69 and two touchdowns. Malcolm Floyd catches six balls for a buck oh nine. Their leading tight end, Antonio Gates, doesn't play. Their leading running back, uh, Ryan Matthews, doesn't play. And they still hang 38 on the Titans. Their offense looks great right now. Again, Atlanta traveling to San Diego. Y'all probably watched it last night. The Falcons hold on to defeat the Broncos. Matt Ryan, 24 for 36 for 219 and two touchdowns. Michael Burner Turner, Addison's main man, 17 for 42 and a touch. And Roddy White was the man to throw to yesterday, 8 for 102 and a touchdown. Addison, Atlanta, San Diego, a big, big game, 2-0 and o teams. Uh, I like Atlanta. San Diego is going to have a tough road to hoe against the defense. They're up against uh, – I like Atlanta this week. Um, the defense for San Diego is playing against – if you saw what they did last night, there's no – they confused Peyton Manning. And Peyton Manning is one of the best – Quarterbacks are ring defensive. Calling it the Audubon. There's, I don't think they can. Too many offensive weapons in Atlanta right now. Atlanta uh, is going to roll in this one. Vegas opens it. San Diego is a minus one-and-a-half point favorite. It's already been bet up to three. San Diego, a three-point favorite. Over-under is 47-and-a-half right now. San Diego's now. favored? San, they're at playing at home. Remember, the Falcons on the road don't play as good as they do at home. I'm liking San Diego to win this game by a touchdown, and I see a bunch of points in this game. I know what you're saying about the Atlanta's D, really? but the whole team, doesn't, they, they don't mesh as well when they're on the road. Let's go San Diego, minus the three, over the total 47. Great game in San Diego. Next up, another goodie right here, Ad Rock. Houston traveling to Denver. The Houston Texans, 2-0. and Everybody, well, not everybody's AFC uh, choice to go to the Super Bowl. I like them a lot. We'll be playing Denver. Denver reeling a little bit after last night's uh, loss. 
Texans last week beat the Jaguars 27-7. We talked about it. Matt Schaub, nothing spectacular. 26 for 35, a buck 95, no touchdowns, but no turnovers. Arian Foster on the ground, 28 for a buck 10. Ben Tate on the ground goes over 100 yards as well with two touchdowns. Owen Daniels, your guy, you caught him last week. Owen Daniels, 6 for 47. If you're looking for a tight end, Schaub targets this guy. They play host to Denver, who, um, like we mentioned, got beat last night. However, Peyton, did you watch the first quarter and see Peyton throw the three picks in four four minutes, Addison? <laughs> yeah, that was crazy, man. That, I mean, you haven't seen that look nah. on Peyton's face Probably ever. Nope. Manning finishes the game with 241 and a touchdown. Uh, McGahee looked great on the ground. 113 yards, two touchdowns, was just running so hard. And Demarius Thomas continues to do his thing through the air. Eight for 78 and a touchdown. All right. Houston at Denver. Big, big AFC clash. Who we got? All right. First off, I love doing this. I want to correct you. Uh, ben Tate only had 74 yards on the ground. He had a total of over 100 yards. Okay, but, but he that's had two right. You know, get your stats right. He had two touchdowns. I have to get to find somebody else to do this show. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you what, the uh, any running game you got in Houston, Ben Tate, Aaron Foster, sign them up. They got five total rushing touchdowns already for the first two games. No, yeah, first two games. That's fantastic. Um, I, I'll tell you what, Houston, Houston's just strong. Defense looking good. Offense looks good. Anybody you got in Houston – uh, on the uh, on the Texans, sign them up. Put them in your put them in your lineup. You're good. Vegas got the number. This is interesting. Houston is a point and a half favorite on the road against Denver. The over under forty six. I'm with you. I don't think Denver's defense is great. You got Peyton Manning. They're not that, that great. Stuff. Yeah, I just don't. I don't see it. I think Houston's running backs will gash this defense. Um, I, Houston minus one and a half. I think they get the job done. They win by. Three points to seven points in a great game. But more importantly, I like under the total here. I think Houston controls the ball, keeps Peyton off the grip, off the uh, field. What was the total? 46. I think this one goes under Ooh, the total. Here we go. Low. Next up, two more to go, guys, and that will wrap up week three. We've got another classic here, Addison. New England travels to Baltimore. New England travels to Baltimore. This was the rematch of the AFC uh, championship game last weekend. Baltimore uh, we already talked about New England last uh, last Sunday where they laid the egg against the Cardinals. Tom Brady threw for 316 yards, but it was the most quiet 316 yards I've ever seen. Um, their offense just didn't look good. Brady with the touchdown, Ridley 71 yards on the ground. Welker had five receptions for 95 yards, but where are the touchdowns for the Patriots? It was crazy. The other big news to come out of here, Gronkowski tight end catches the touchdown, but the other tight end, Hernandez, Hernandez. gone. Uh, four to six weeks. Four to six weeks, absolutely. Bad, bad news for them. They will play against the Ravens, who lost to the Eagles. Flacco, 42, 22 for 42, 232 in a touchdown. Looked pretty good through a couple picks. Ray Rice on the ground, 99 yards. And Dennis – I mentioned a tight end as the leading receiver, it seems, for all of these games. Tight end for uh, Baltimore, eight for 65. Pet, uh, Pettis, no. Peta. Yeah. Pettis, yeah. Yeah, I mean – Tight end, it seems, is just it's the trend. Let, let throw to the tight end a hundred times a game and let them make some plays. Addison, New England, Baltimore. All right, look, I know everybody thinks the Baltimore defense is great. It's getting older and it looks good, but I tell you what, I think my 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 sleeper in this game is not really a sleeper. I think he's going to be a difference maker. Stephen Ridley. Stephen Ridley has looked has run the ball very very hard. I think the uh, the runs will set up the pass, but I think the pass may set up the run in this case with all the weapons that New England still got. I'm liking really the spread that uh, Baltimore defense run right the middle. Vegas got the number Baltimore minus three right now. Baltimore's a three point favorite against just, the Patriots. Dude, the over, in Vegas. Over under, in Vegas. That don't mean nothing. Nah, I'm good. The over the total forty nine right now. I'm leaning Baltimore in this in this game. I think Baltimore gets it done at home. The place is going to be jumping out the roof and. Obviously, these two teams are going to score some points. Let's go over the total 49 and Baltimore minus the three. One more that we can't forget about. Pittsburgh travels to Oakland um, on this 425 kick. Last week, Pittsburgh got the job done against the uh, Steelers. Ben Roethlisberger looked to me like one of the – he's not necessarily the best fantasy quarterback, but the dude is just a winner. He's good. He was knocking people off. They were trying to tackle him, shoving them off, throwing for a first down. He was great. 24 for 31, 275, and two touchdowns. On the ground, not much doing for the Steelers' offense these days. 12 for 28, and through the air, uh, Antonio Brown, we loved him at the beginning of the year. We still love him now. 7 for 79. They play – 
They travel to Oakland, where they will play those Oakland Raiders. Raiders just got shell-shocked against the Dolphins. Carson Palmer throws it again 48 times. He's averaging throwing the ball, Addison, 50 times a game. That means they're not giving the ball to their best player, Darren McFadden. Uh Give them the ball. Uh, Palmer, 373 and a touchdown. McFadden, only 11 carries and 22 yards. That's not going to win if you're the Oakland Raiders. No. Big, big game for uh, Pittsburgh. Big, big game for Oakland. What you like? Um... Not Oakland. That's all I need to say. Not Oakland. Yeah. I mean, enough to say. I mean, really, that's not much to say. They're letting Carson Palmer throw the ball that much. The key, Darren McFadden, is the key to that offense. I mean, I, you could be a, a blind, nutless monkey <laughs> and know that Darren McFadden is the key to that offense. That should be your fantasy team next year. Blind, nutless monkey. monkey. Yeah. That's a good t- a fantasy okay. football name. Um, I agree, Addison. The line right now, Pittsburgh minus four and a half. Oakland does always play Pittsburgh tough, but I don't see any reason I mean, that they should do that. How do you throw in the ball? Year. Who are your receivers? Who do you got? Yeah. Why are you throwing the ball forty-eight times when you got McFadden? I mean, you in the got back you there. got a, 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 a travelers, a journeyman's roster of receivers in Oakland. Yeah, and you got Darren McFadden, who has proved himself he can be a workhorse, and you're throwing the ball forty-eight times. Yeah, I'm Why? with you. I agree, man. Uh, total 44. If Oakland couldn't stop Ryan Tannehill, Oakland gave up 35 points to Tannehill last week. They were too, they, you know why? You know why? What? I know why. Have you seen his wife? Yeah, she's beautiful. They, they were all just in this – they were all just looking on field looking at her. Like, Damn, you're hot. Yeah, she's something she's else. She's hot. Uh, let's, let's go Pittsburgh in this one, minus the five and over the total 44. Uh, I think Pittsburgh probably gets 35 alone by themselves in this game. Let's do it. Last but not least, Monday Night Football. We're traveling to Seattle where the Seahawks will play host to the Green Bay Packers. Last week, Green Bay gets their first win, the 23-10 victory over the Bears. Aaron Rodgers, only two – and he's, it was number one pick in a lot of fantasy right. drafts. 22 32 and 219? Yeah. That's not number one value That's not Aaron Rodgers-esque. So yeah. Something that interested me and you, we talked about it before the show, Cedric Benson on the – they gave him 20 carries. Green Bay never gives their running backs 20 no. carries. No. 20 carries, he got 81 yards. That's respectable. No. Uh, through the air, Jordy Nelson, 6 for 84. Green Bay's offense is sputtering compared to last year, no doubt about it. They travel to Seattle where Seattle beat the Dallas Cowboys last week. Seattle's defense, I've got them – I'm starting them as uh, my defense in two fantasy leagues. They are playing phenomenal. They got a touchdown off a of, Block punt, and they held the Cowboys to seven points. They played great last week. Russell Wilson, first win as a NFL quarterback, 15 for 20 for a buck 51 and a touchdown. Marshawn Lynch continues his great, great pace, 26 carries, a buck 22 and a touchdown. Not too many receiving weapons there in Seattle, but Addison should be a great game. Green Bay against Seattle. I tell you what, I'm really dis- disheartened because I know a lot of people in fantasy land drafted. Uh, just like New England, besides New England, uh, Packers were the most hit, picked up team. I mean, you had Jordy Nelson, uh, Jermichael Finley, Jim, uh, Greg Jennings, all receivers. Greg Jennings has yet to score a touchdown this year. He has yet to break 100 yards total for the year. Greg Jennings, and he was a second or third round pick. Yeah. You got Jordy Nelson, who was, I mean, in some cases, first, second round. Uh, mm-hmm. well, no, second or third round, sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, James Jones, who was a, a, a late pickup, he's had one. But, I mean, there's been so many drop balls. Jermichael I th- yeah, Jermichael, I mean, I think, look, if you got Cedric Benson, I know the Seattle defense, uh, you got to account for the receivers in Green Bay at all time. Mm-hmm. So, I think Cedric Benson's going to be a very, very good option. Even though the Seattle defense is good, I think it's going to be spread out. Now, uh, just – Yes, for some, we'll give uh, my boy Russell Wilson. There he was. There was, yeah. Good looking out, Ad-Rod. Good looking out. And you know what? I'm kind of liking what you're saying about Cedric Benson. If Green Bay's offense going to get clicking, they got to establish a run. You know, that's what they got to. You got to. And Cedric Benson's going to do it. Against the Seattle defense. So, this Monday night classic, Green Bay versus Seattle. Here's what we got. The number open. This is – check this out. This will make you go, hmm. Green Bay open as a six-point favorite. It's already been bet down to three. So, Green Bay is now a three-point favorite. The over-under is 47. Let's say that one more time, people. Green Bay is only a three-point favorite against the Seattle Seabags exactly. or, you know, T-Bags. What do you want to call it? I mean, come on. And so, what Addison, what the normal person would do is say, Green Bay minus three. Oh, that's easy. I love Green Bay in this game. But no. what a smart, intellectual person like myself would do, Addison, you look at that and say, huh. It just really doesn't make sense. Let's try to figure out why. And then what I'll do is take the Seattle Seahawks minus the three and under the total to shock the world. Seattle wins the game outright. You're so arrogant. You think? I mean, you sweet. Woo! 
Give it up. Give it up for Mr. Las Vegas, Chad East, and the Fantasy Formula. Ad-Rock, good job. That wraps up the Fantasy 45, fastest 45 seconds in fantasy football. And with that being said, let's go right into breaking news, breaking news. This just in. This just in. Hot off the wire, guys. I'm going to fly through these real quick. These are some of the injuries and some of the pickups that happened uh, this past week in uh, fantasy football. As we discussed earlier, Aaron Hernandez out four to six weeks with an ankle sprain. Today, it just happened an hour ago, Kellen Winslow, the tight end that was at the Browns, that was at the Seahawks, the Patriots just picked him up, Addison. They just signed him. Kellen Winslow. Guys, take a note of that. All right? you might. He's going to be on every waiver wire so you can grab him. Ahmad Bradshaw, sprained neck. He, there's no forecast of when he – they hope he can play this week, but there's no forecast yet. We'll know more tomorrow. Keep your ear on the injury reports. Matt Forte, update. He does not have a high ankle sprain. On Friday and Saturday, they were saying he might miss up to four weeks, but right now he's just listed as questionable, so he could play. James Starks, the Green Bay running back, expected to practice this week. He's had turf toe. Even if he practices Addison, even if he's questionable to play, I think Cedric Benson right now has got that starting job. So James Starks going to practice, but still questionable. Jamal Charles got hit in the knee during the last game, questionable for next week. The Chiefs' offense needs Jamal Charles. He needs to be yep. there. Uh, Daryl Revis, if you got the Jets' defense, Daryl Revis is the their captain of the defense for sure. Questionable with concussion. They have no idea when he'll be back. Jeremy Macklin, still questionable for the Philadelphia Eagles. Their long threat, oh, actually one of their best receivers, him and Deshaun Jackson, uh, Vic looks for him all the time, questionable with a hip injury. Ryan Matthews, Addison's favorite running back, will be in the starting lineup for week three. They said he's going to start, Addison. They say he's going to start. I mean, sure, but he's. I think he's come back too early, and history's proven he, he'll come back too early. He did this last year. He came back two weeks prior than what he was supposed to. Hurt, out. So, you know, I – We'll see. I Curtis mean, Brinkley. Curtis Brinkley. Get guys probably drafted Ryan Matthews in round two, round three, or round four, hoping for this. Payoff. Hoping. I mean, and it's here now. So let's see what Ryan Matthews. Start can rubbing do. your rosemary beads because you need some type of divine intervention. There you go, Antonio Gates. A late scratch last week killed fantasy owners who had Gates and couldn't put another tight end in his place. Is still questionable for week three. I think he's going to go, though, guys. I think he'll be there. Steven Jackson for the Rams got pulled out last week. Uh, they didn't know if it was a groin injury. They didn't know if it was just for conduct detrimental to the team. He will probably be in there. But remember, keep your eye on that backup. Uh, I think it was Richardson we discussed earlier for the Rams. Pierre Garçon, still questionable. Fred Davis now has a concussion. He's questionable to play for the Skins, dude. They are just banged up already. Two other things I want to talk about. Michael Turner, Addison's number one most man, got a DUI last weekend or last night at 5 a.m. celebrating his victory. He'll probably still be in the lineup, but maybe – Future down the road, he might have some consequences yeah, related Chiquiz to this. Rogers is this, he's 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 just drooling, waiting in the wings. Yeah, his time's coming this year. I think it's going to be this year too. One uh, other thing, I'll add Chad for real quick. Yeah, injuries. Now we talked about this last week, and I mentioned his name, but against New England, you had Ryan Williams, uh, ten carries, thirteen yards. You had Benny Wells, fourteen carries for forty-four yards against one of the worst rushing defenses. Or the one of the, the worst rushing defensives. Ryan Williams fumbled the ball, could have cost him the game. Beanie Wells, his knees been bang, his knees been banged up. Then I'm telling you, you need to snatch Larod Stevens Howlings. Wow, and put him on the bench because you know what, the the guy he does a fumble and he runs. But it will be a great source midseason when injuries start rolling around bye weeks. I'm telling you, these two Ryan Williams, Beanie Wells, their numbers. Their days are getting numbered the way they're, they're running right now. Yeah, good point. One other one we'll throw out there just to end up uh, breaking news segment. Mikel LaShore, the Detroit Lion running back who's been on the shelf the first two weeks, coming back this week. Guys, you guys who have Kevin Smith, watch out because Mikel LaShore has got talent. If he can stay healthy, I could see him snaking Smith's uh, starting uh, running back position in the next week or so. So, guys, keep your eyes on this, uh, this breaking news and this injury report. Uh, this will help you in week three. Addison, with that said, let's go hear a word from our sponsor. Let's do it. We'll be right back. Calling all golf fans. Don't miss your chance to volunteer for the 2012 Greater Hickory Classic, October 8th through 14th at Rock Barn Golf and Spa. 
There are over 18 different committees to choose from, including walking scorers, caddy support, and television, just to name a few. For more information on volunteering, visit us at www.greaterhickoryclassic.com or contact our tournament office at 828-459-4000. All right, guys, welcome back. Thank you to our sponsor, and uh, we're going to jump in real quickly into our next segment. We like to call this Waiver Wire Wonders. Ad-Rock, hit me with some of those Waiver Wire sleepers we can find on that, uh, that this week. All right, boys and girls out in fancy land, here we go. The first one, Donnie Avery on Indianapolis has looked good, put some really good numbers, has been targeted a lot by Andrew Luck. Like him, uh, he's... He's only owned by, by ESPN standards in about 20% of leagues. Pick him up, a good chance. Now, look, I'm not a Ryan Matthews fan, so this is why I'm saying this. He's not good. Some of my boys have started him. Curtis Brinkley, running back San Diego. Look, I don't, Ryan Matthews is there for two, three weeks. I just don't have faith in him. Again, he's missed half of his NFL games he's played in. Uh, and we talked about earlier out in uh, St. Louis, Darrell, uh, Darrell Richardson. Uh, St. Louis, Steven Jackson's always been prone to get hurt midseason. It looks like it happened a little early this year. Keep him in check. Uh, you may want to sit on bench because St. Louis will run the ball. Uh, Brandon Gibson, also in St. Louis, got targeted a lot by Sam Bradford. Sam Bradford, I think, has thrown for 588 yards so far this year, people. That's pretty high in the last two games. Now, look, those aren't the start of the season, but he, I, if I'm not mistaken, I've looked back and I don't have stats, five touchdowns already. Uh, I think that's tied for league lead right now. Uh, Greg Little. Uh, in Cleveland, look, I know it's Brandon Whedon throwing the ball, but he's still got to throw it to somebody. Masquire got targeted a little bit, but Greg Little still the number one receiver in Cleveland. Um, and I noticed, I talked to Chad about this earlier in the uh, start of the podcast. It's like every camera shot, when it showed the Denver Broncos on the field, Brandon Stokely was out there. Now, Brandon mm-hmm. Stokely's not – you know, I don't. I, maybe it was the formation. Brandon Stokely was on the field a lot, and he was thrown to. I'm not mistaken, eight times last night. It's an option. You know, you got to think. Bowers coming up next. I think in the next four to five weeks. You know, these players just keep eyeballing these players. Make sure they're still there because you'll have to put, you'll pick some people up. Less injuries going to uh, deplete some teams. And uh, one other one I want to look at: uh, Sam Bradford with the deep with their matchup. This or not Sam Bradford. Uh, Matthew Stafford with his matchup this week. Uh, Tidy Shung or I think Nate Burleson. Behind uh, uh, Megatron, those are two strong options that will get thrown the ball. Because Stafford's at, at any given time can throw four to five hundred yards. He's got to throw it somebody, especially in this game. Too, yeah, right? especially it's this game. So I think you could Pettigrew, uh, Nate Burson probably not going to be there. Tidy Young will be good option. Cool, thanks, Ed. I got to throw a couple more. I want to throw in there. Jerome Simpson, he's the guy that used to play for Cincinnati. He's now Reedsville, with the Vikings. Reedsville. From Reedsville, North Carolina. He's now with the Vikings. He's got two more weeks left on the suspension. He should be back, I think, week four. He Coastal will be Carolina. inserted immediately into the lineup for the Minnesota Vikings. Trust me on that. If he's on your waiver wire and you want to sleep on him a little bit this week, you might be able to, but by next week he might be gone. So, guys, put that one down. Waiver wire wonder, Jerome Simpson. Also, last but not least, Andre Brown for the Giants. If Ahmad Bradshaw cannot go, David Wilson is the rookie who's there, but he's in Tom Coughlin's doghouse right now for fumbling. Andre Brown looked great. He runs hard. He caught the ball to the backfield. He is available. It's a guarantee. If you guys need a running back, Andre Brown will be your guy. And with that, one, with that, that wraps up Waiver Wire Wonder. Next segment of the day, it's our favorite optimal, optimal fantasy, fantasy lineup, lineup of, the of the week. week. Ad Rock, hit me with it. All right, boys and girls. Look, I do apologize because my dumbass lost the last week's optimal fantasy lineup. <laughs> the show, you look, they don't give us any storage space. We got nothing. We come in here. I'm half-assed. Sorry. My bad. My bad. All right, this week, optimal face lineup looks awesome. All right, starting out, Carolina, New England, or Carolina, New York, Eli. Look, you cannot not put Eli on the optimal face lineup, not after throwing up 500 some yards. Great matchup against Carolina's secondary. RB1, he, he impressed me last week, especially with the matchup he's got. Trent Richardson, I think, will run wild on the Buffalo defense. I love it. Uh, RB2, LaShawn McCoy. I think the def- the matchup with Arizona, Arizona. Look, I know Chad thinks they're a little underrated, but I think that defense is subpar to say the least. Wide receiver one, Mike Wallace is going to have a heyday in Oakland. I want you to Chad name one player on uh, Oakland's de- secondary. Exactly. <laughs> okay. See, so Mike Wallace, I think will have a great game. Ben Rossberger, um, well experienced. He's going to have it's well experienced. He got some experience. 
He's a Thunder Mike Wallace. He's going to tear that secondary apart. RW or WR2, Colston, it's his time to break out. Drew Brees has been targeting him. Uh, but down in uh, since they're playing in New Orleans, New, ahead, Orleans. New Orleans, Kansas City's defense is is, is suspect to say the least. This is going to be Colson's breakout game of the year. Uh, tight end, look, enough said. Vernon Davis, man child. Did you know that he is the fastest person on San Francisco's team? Wow. The, they had that status. They said him, Frank Gore. Are you out, yeah, he said he's his legs. He's he strides. He even out on Ken, he he said he ran without pads. They said this ran a four or five tight end. Mm, that's crazy. Uh, Vern Davis tight end. I think it's a great matchup. Now that being said, and one other option tight end, Martellus Bennett, great pickup against especially against uh, the secondary of Carolina. Yeah, we love uh, defense. I like Atlanta's defense this week. I think the matchup they have. Uh, against San Diego is just fantastic. Especially, I was so impressed what they get, what they did against Peyton Manning, unbelievable. And was don't go reaching the handbag, pull out a kicker, David Akers. There you go, optimal fantasy lineup, Chad. All right, Ad Rock, we'll check your uh, progress next week and see how you did this week for uh, week three. And Addison, I got some awesome news, man. You got a second to hear it? Actually, no, we're kind of in a hurry. What you got? <laughs> well, um, guess what the fantasy formula done and got last week. We done and got us a new sponsor, Adderall. We got us a new sponsor. We got a good new sponsor, baby. And uh, let me tell you a little bit about our new sponsor, Addison. They are called, very excited to tell you this, they are called Lone Rider Brewing Company. This is their tagline, Ales for Outlaws. Now, how cool is that? Lone Rider Brewing Company, Ales for Outlaws. Uh, This wonderful brewing company located in Raleigh, North Carolina, and the brewers of the Great American Beer Festival's gold medal winner, for Shout a out. yes, for American Brown Ale, it's called the Sweet Josie Brown Ale. Other uh, popular styles are the Shotgun Betty and the Peacemaker Pale Ale, all of which can. <laughs> Sorry, new sponsor. All of which can be found at your local North Carolina area grocery and beer stores. We're so glad to have Lone Star on board sponsoring our program and what they've been so kind to do, Addison. Is Lone Rider is going to sponsor a question of the week. We're going to reach into our grab bag, our fantasy formula. Let's call it the prize box. And what we want our listeners to do, I'm going to ask a question. They need to respond simply by going to our email, info at the mesh.tv. Write their answer down in an email. Send it to us. We're going to pick out the winner and then send them one of these lovely prizes in the prize box here. I see all these lovely prizes back here. We have stepped up, people. Look, when you get over 4,000 downloads of a show, it it goes crazy. Stuff just starts appearing in the studio. You're like, where these people come from? We got models in here. It's unbelievable. It's it's unbelievable. If my wife's here, she'd go crazy. (laughs) That that's well said, Addison. It could be a T-shirt. It could be a shot glass. It could be who knows what it could be. It could, it could be, be a new car for all we know. Ad, who knows? But with that being said, let's get an intro here. I'm, and I'm, I'm sure Double J, our engineering extraordinaire, will drop in a good in- intro for Lone Rider. It's beer time. Question of the week. Here it goes, Addison. If you were in a bar, so you don't want me to answer. No. Okay. Actually, okay. I'm going to ask you this, but okay. this is for our listeners. This is a question for our listeners. Right, I'm playing you against all people out there. You can't win this prize because this okay, is, as you know about me, I'm a kind of I a deep thinker. Come on. <laughs> I'm a deep thinker. I like to have people ask questions that I can kind of dig deep inside of someone's soul when they answer. And so here it goes. If you were in a bar drinking a Lone Rider beer, and if you could choose any current player to sit down and join you, who would that player be? And why? Listeners, while Addison thinks about the answer, listeners, all you have to go, hit us with an email, info at themesh.tv. If you were at a bar enjoying a Lone Rider beer. So there's no could, right or wrong answer. No, we're just going, we just want to see what our, think, our listeners think. We want to dive deep into their, to their soul. And so, Addison, I want you to answer this question. Who would you want to have a beer with as a current player and give me a reason why? It's a little bit too much for you. Your favorite team, Cincinnati Bengals. Maybe it's a Cincinnati Bengal. Maybe it's Jerry Jones, the owner of the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, I would love to Maybe. pick his brain. I would. Wouldn't no, I tell you what. You know what? I tell you what I like. I would like to. I would like to have a beer with the one and the only Mercedes Lewis, ladies and gentlemen. 
Mercedes Lewis. Very nice, Addison. That's now that's what I'm talking about. Ladies and gentlemen, all you gotta do, go to our email. It's info at the mesh.tv. Write a name of a player you'd like to sit down and have a, a wonderful lone rider beer with and give us the reason why we're gonna pick out the best one. And or just a random one, and we're yes. going to read it on the air, and we yes. provide this wonderful great, listener great promotion. That's that's awesome with a prize out of the Fantasy Formula prize box. So thank you, Lone Rider, for being a sponsor of the Fantasy Formula. Glad to have you. And next up, let's jump in to our favorite segment. It's Mister Addison's neighborhood. Addison, are you ready? Yes, I'm all ready. All right. My sound effects. This over question's here. coming from Jane from Charlotte. Addison, would you trade CJ2K right now for CJ Spiller? Hell no, <laughs> dude. Chris Johnson for CJ Spiller? No. I'm saying you have Chris Johnson. Would you give it up for CJ Spiller? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Okay. I thought it was like, would you trade CJ? I'm sorry, I had it. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's I'm, okay. No, yes, no. Sir. Have you given up on CJ2K? I mean, is he? Yeah, gone? he's done. Yeah, he's I gone. mean, I'm. Uh, you know what? I'm. Look, it's been a long time since the four two four two five forties at ECU. He's he's blown his watch. I'm, I'm, and look, he had last year, and he came back. He had glimmers. I, I think it's I, look the talent's there. I, the blocking's there. I've watched the games. It's not like well, blocking's really the offense, offensive line's kind of kind of suck. This I, is what I would think about this. One. I agree. There's no way I'd give up CJ Spiller nah. for CJ Two K. But I'm giving Chris Johnson one more week. If he if he doesn't do it this week. I might he might be on my bench because I've got him in one league. He might be on my bench for the rest of the year. Or shoot, I I mean I can't just drop him. But anyway, I mean he is horrible. I mean right now Chris Johnson is absolutely horrible. No offensive line help. The coach play calls are horrendous. CJ two K, get it going, or you're gonna be on my bench. Next question, right. Mr. Addison's neighborhood. We're going to read from Raleigh Addison. I need two of these three. For my flex position, right, two of these it. three, hit me, hit me, hit one me. point PPR. Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. Larry Fitzgerald, Steve Smith, and Reggie Wayne. Steve Smith from the Giants. I mean, from the Panthers. Who would you pick? You get two out of three. Larry Fitzgerald, Steve Smith, Reggie Wayne. Who would you start? Steve Smith. Against the Giants. Reggie Wayne. Reggie Wayne is playing host to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yes. Not a bad call there. I would probably lean, lean to Steve Smith myself. I might go a little Larry Fitzgerald in front of Reggie Wayne. But anyway, again, it's, it's tough. Again, we That's got tough. Cobb. But the reason I say that is here again the argument, the quarterback. So True. you got Kevin Cobb back uh, run the show there. And Larry Fitzgerald numbers have the last year so have dropped when Cobb was in the game. They dropped. I mean, look, he had .5 this week. Good call. Prime, prime okay. All right, you might have talked me into that one. All right, thanks, Jane. Or who was that? That was Reed. Oh, thanks, Reed. All right, next up, Jack from Waynesville. Jack asks, I've got an offer on the table right Jack, now. Jack asks. Like, Jack asks. I was like, dude, <laughs> you know what, dude? I will beat you with this Sorry. iPad, man. What the hell? Double J, you might want to edit that. Jack asks us, Addison, I have an offer on the table. I have RG3 and AP. I've got a trade offering me Drew Brees and Darren Sproles for RG3 and AP. Would you take the Saints – Combo for RG3 and AP. All right, say that one more time. He's got Drew Brees and Sproles. Right. He's being offered RG3 and AP. Man, that is a tough one because, look, AP. Or actually, it's vice versa. But uh, whatever. Just would you make the trade? Take, yeah, I'll God. take trade. I'll take it. I'll take that trade. So you'd rather have Drew Brees and Darren Sproles than RG3 yeah. and AP? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Me too, Addison. And the reason being, RG3, just a rookie. You know, he's played He's played great. But AP, football. look, AP, he's still got that, that luster. Mind. Like, Ooh, he could, he could do right. this, but he may not. But he could. Yeah, but he may not. But I he could. Drew Brees, a little bit more consistent more than RG3. Could, but he may not. <laughs> and Darren Sproles in the PPR against AP is going to get, I think, equal points. So it's really Drew Brees to he RG3. Could. But he may not. Okay. <laughs> I think we got it now. <laughs> All right, so, yeah, let's go with that Drew Brees deal, Jack from Waynesville. Thanks for the call. Next up, Irene in Jamestown ask, I need two of these three spots for my flex. One point PPR. I've got, no, two for four. It's okay. two out of these four. Percy Harvin, Antonio Brown, Deshaun Jackson, or Darren Sproles. I need two for my flex spots. Two of these four. Darren Sproles. It's tough. Yeah, Darren Sproles, sure. Darren Sproles is. 
fantastic. Uh, you got Antonio Brown with Pittsburgh playing Oakland. Uh, see, Antonio, you got D-Jax, Philly. Chad, I'm going to take your cell phone. I'm going to beat you with it. A busy man, buddy. Yeah, a busy man. All right, Darren Sproles and go to Sean Jackson, I guess. I'm liking those out of those that pick, that lot right there. I like D Sproles, but I really love Percy Harvin the most out of this. P. Harvin Ponder targeted him 14 times last week. First week, I think he targeted him 15 times. I like D Sproles and Percy Harvin. Irene and Jamestown, thank you so much for the email. And guys, keep it coming. You guys can reach us. Email info at the mesh.tv. Any question? If it's, uh, we'd like to put it on the air. So send us in all your emails in. Also, reach us via our voicemail line, 828-619-0048. Hit us up on our website, www.themesh.tv. Or what we really want you to do is go to iTunes. Vote for us. Click on the ratings. Click on speed. Look, you download the show. You may have clicked close the show out. You may fast forward. Give us some ratings. Please click us on the four stars. If you hate us, just rate us and tell us. Click us a one star. We don't care. As yeah, long just as rate us. Let us know what we're doing. We need these feedback people. Yeah, we got, I don't know if you noticed, Addison, but we saw a big spike in comments last week. I think we got, I don't know how many it was, but yeah. a big spike. So, guys, keep it going. We appreciate you listening to the Fantasy Formula. Before we go, I'd really like to say thank you to our other sponsor, the Greater Hickory Classic Golf Tournament, one of the best times you'll ever have in the Catawba County area, October 8th through the 14th, held at Rock Barn Golf and Spa. Beautiful, beautiful place. Tickets and volunteer opportunities still available right now, Addison. Greater Hickory Classic Golf Tournament. That's where you fell in love. That's where I met my, I met my beautiful wife. Who works today as we're ta- as we're at the show. So we're celebrating our second wedding, wedding anniversary. Congratulations, my friend. Thank you. Um, so anyway, website www.themesh.tv or what we really want you to do is go iTunes, to iTunes. baby. Vote for us. Click on the ratings. Click on speed. If look, you download the show. Listen, you may have clicked close the show out. You may fast forward. Give us some ratings. Please click us on the four stars. If you hate us, just rate us and tell us. Click us a one star. We don't care. As yeah, long just as rate us. Let us know what we're doing. We need these feedback people. Yeah, we got, I don't know if you noticed, Addison, but we saw a big spike in comments last week. I think we got, I don't know how many it was, but yeah. a big spike. So, guys, keep it going. We appreciate you listening to the Fantasy Formula. Before we go, I'd really like to say thank you to our other sponsor, the Greater Hickory Classic Golf Tournament, one of the best times you'll ever have in the Catawba County area, October 8th through the 14th, held at Rock Barn Golf and Spa. Beautiful, beautiful place. Tickets and volunteer opportunities still available right now, Addison. Greater Hickory Classic Golf Tournament. That's where you fell in love. That's where I met my, I met my beautiful wife. Who works today as we're ta- as we're at the show. So we're celebrating our second wedding anniversary. Congratulations, my friend. Thank you. Um, 